Even as I sit down to write and record this podcast, I think of the week that led up till now. It was a flurry of activity, of ups and downs, and finding balance has definitely looked different. As leaders, it's completely normal and often expected that we ride a constant roller coaster, moving from one project to the next, identifying accomplishments, and delivering results on demand. This way of working is part of the fabric of most organizations because it keeps us moving forward to our goals and focused. It produces and serves a purpose like driving revenue, and it's often at the root of our success that's led us through our careers. The issue on the whole is that when we become so attached to this way of working and living, both for ourselves and others, it's difficult to not only have balance, but to appreciate it and release ourselves from guilt when we do want it or we have it. And in quiet moments of honest reflection, we might know deep down that we're not at peace with this way of working and living. So rather than focusing on balance as something to achieve, I'd like to focus on balance as an internal state of being and one that you can lean into most of the time through routines and rituals that support you. It starts with that honest reflection to recognize that this constant state of up and down, it's going to affect us and those around us. And while it may appear that we're in control and we're successful, if we take time out to honestly reflect on our own well-being, we know we're on the verge of burnout, or what Boyatzis and McKee call sacrifice syndrome in the book Resonant Leadership. This honest recognition and reflection is a wonderful motivation for change. It may call us to become the best person we can be, and it compels us to desire a vision of living our lives more expansively with fulfilling relationships, time well spent, peace, and making a meaningful contribution. When I reflect on my own leadership journey, I realized that I had so much to face and learn. I had started to feel and bear the weight of responsibility, the constant pressure to have answers, to fix things, to keep up with the pace. And in addition to that, I was trying to keep up with my family life and my own personal life. And while I could feel myself being pulled into these stressors, I also felt like I could move through things with more grace than I might have before if I really had a powerful vision of myself and what I really wanted, if I tapped into that inner sense of knowing and honestly reflected on what I really wanted for my life. This recognition for myself and what I wanted most was to be at peace and to fully enjoy my life. And as a leader, I had experienced and learned that the way I was doing it needed to change. I knew I wanted more for myself. I think many leaders experience this, and it takes courage to want to change. So now, when it feels like things are moving too fast or spinning out of control, I've developed a strong sense of what I really want for myself that drives me. And this powerful vision to have peace and to fully enjoy my life was the result of many times of having to learn through burnout or a wake-up call. This vision compels me to support my well-being as an important aspect of my career and family life. And so when I find myself losing my way a bit even now, or on the verge or the hint of sacrifice syndrome, I know that I need to spend time reflecting first on what I need and what I want, returning to that powerful vision. One way that I return to my own sense of well-being is to have good routines and rituals that ground me. It's been many years in the making to come to this point. And it's taken a lot of courage and self-reflection for me to realize that I have to actively work on maintaining an inner balance so that I can stay focused on what I really want. I find myself calmer and in touch with my own emotions when I'm engaging in the things that I know support my well-being. 
And for me, some of those things are a regular contemplative or introspective practice, a time to have conversations with people that encourage me or inspire me, and a great workout. These things I like to stick to no matter what's happening because I know they make a difference and ultimately they positively impact those around me. What are the things that compel you to want to be the best you can be? What's the vision that you want for yourself? The things you want to feel and experience the most for yourself over the next three, five, or ten years. First, focus on that powerful vision of yourself, what you really want. Next, incorporate routines and rituals that support you and ground you, especially that honor that part of yourself. You may want to let go of the idea of perfection so that you can stay committed. For example, maybe you don't have 30 minutes to work out today, but you can fit in 10. Take the 10 and let it be enough until the next time. The important thing is to stay committed to the routine that grounds you and supports your well-being. You may also need to adjust a ritual or routine so that it works with your current schedule or your workload. Our life and work demands are ever-changing, and so often we need to reassess how that's working for us and incorporate the routines and rituals that ground us into what's working instead of pushing against things and trying to make it happen, completely defeating the purpose of why we started it in the first place. And finally, I leave you with this. I hope you have time to savor, to sense, to breathe, to own the moment with all that it brings. May you respect the sacred, the sacred of this one beautiful life we are living. You are worthy of savoring. May you move in rhythm, see your spaces come alive, see your homes and relationships thrive. You are worthy of the greatest joys, even in the midst of knowing great sorrows. May you create and inspire. May your tears be sweet, remind you of your humanity, of the other human across from you. You are worthy of feeling hope. May you never let go of the memories you've made in the old places, and may you dream of the possibilities of the memories still becoming. You are worthy of new beginnings. To leading wholeheartedly and living intentionally, thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. experienced a significant transition in your life, hold a lot of responsibility, or have encountered a steady stream of demand and change, I created something fun and special for you, meant to help you savor this season. In the Midwest, we're celebrating summer, and with that, I hope you have the opportunity to embrace and even live more intentionally. So I've created a free guide full of ideas on how you might take time to enjoy this season. You're worthy of savoring and experiencing joy. Something beautiful still awaits you this season. And this year is still brimming with promise and potential. You deserve to give yourself the gift of doing more of what you love. Click the link in the show notes to download 40 ways to live intentionally this season or head to jennalopez.com to grab your free guide.